right, there we go. Yes. Just like that. Oh, Yo, God. We are back with another episode mm-hmm. of Wasted Podcast. Yeah. So good to be back. So good to be back. That's a good, good scene, y'all. Yeah, good scene, good, 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 man. Yo, it's mean? beautiful weather outside. Yes, you know, indeed. I hope wherever you at is beautiful too. Yes, yeah. indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yo, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to give us a follow. That's mm-hmm. what it is, I think. I if, believe. If you're um mm-hmm. on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my name is Ant WM20s. I go by the name of Cool Hands. My name is Alejandro WM20s. And uh, goats introduce themselves. My name is Cody Glenn. Uh, I'm a tattooer based out of Long Island. I've been tattooing about three years. Uh, I've been at the shop that I'm at, Wild Child, in Merrick for about five years. Uh, I've known Frayden and Anthony for since going back to about 2016. We yeah. uh, wow. met at the the very famous uh, Nassau Community College. (laughs) (laughs) What a wonderful place. Yeah. (laughs) Got along doing some video stuff. Uh, Clearly, you guys have far surpassed me there. (laughs) 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 Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Thanks. Yo, um, so wait a second. You guys even just started chopping up because you were like into the video stuff too back then? Like, I don't remember. Well, so I just... we were in a film class. Oh, so that's I, what yeah. it was. And I was just like, yeah. this is just funny. You know? Yeah. I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't really remember like why, like I knew you, I know like I met you through Frayden, but I didn't remember how, I knew you guys knew each other from like college, but I didn't mm-hmm. know like how, you know. It was just... that dude who used to have the, the, the polos and the matching socks. Yeah, Steven something is our uh, film professor. Yeah, um, he had like the, like the, the kind of like cul-de-sac boldy <laughs> going on. He was, a, he was a cool dude. He was all right. Uh, he loved that movie Bullet, uh, the Steve McQueen movie Bullet, and he showed uh-huh. us a clip of that. He got, yeah. He got so Excited. intensely fired up about the Ford Mustang and yeah. Frayden goes... I didn't know he was a Ford Mustang guy. He looks more like a Prius guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Yo, good times, man. That was a good yeah. era. I think oh, that was yeah. a good era. Yeah. Like twenty sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Like, things were things were simpler back then. Oh, bro, I had just gotten into Nassau Word. in twenty sixteen. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. good time, man. Yeah, that was a good time that to be crazy. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Where did you end up graduating? Uh, 2017, I believe. 17, okay, yeah. same year as me, same year as me. So where were you guys at with Waste in My 20s when we, um, when you guys incorporated me into some of those projects? We really didn't have a Waste in My 20s at the time. It was Bohemian Opera. It was Bohemian Opera, yeah. That's what we went oh. by. Yeah, this, that was like before we actually like ever got started really doing the the Waste in My 20s series, which we, we started doing with just like an old VHS camera or whatever the case is, and eventually that just became the name of the entire thing, but... Yeah, we were just doing the skits and stuff. Yo, it's funny because I still have the one that we had shot at your crib. Mm-hmm. I like I watch it from time to time. It's like wow, like come so far, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I would love to see that again too. Yeah. Shit, it's on my phone. So. Oh, cool. No way. <laughs> nah, I have the, it on, on Dropbox. What, what was the background music for that one? Because the whole the, that idea, that concept was that we wanted to make like. Um, Something with a '90s theme, like '90s music. Yeah, it was uh, Lenny Kravitz. It ain't yes. over till it's over. <laughs> yes, yes, oh my yes, God. yes. Yo, Lenny Kravitz is that guy, bro. I have to. Yo, Lenny, shout out to Lenny, bro. Shout out yeah. to Lenny. Shout out to Lenny. Shout out to all the Kravitz. You know? Shout out yeah. to all the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know about you. Uh, you say it base side. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's shooting up shots. That's what he ends up. Yeah. But yo, man, like. You were into like photography and stuff like that. Um, it seems that you kind of just had an interest in art. Yeah. 
when did that interest shift from doing, I guess, you know, photography-based things to just move it towards the, uh, the tattoo route? So after I graduated Nassau, I was at a crossroads in my life, and I was like, got to figure this out. And it wasn't like immediately. I was like, oh, I'm going to become a tattooer. Mm. I actually uh, tried to become a lawyer, and uh, I failed miserably at that. So <laughs> I think all things worked out for the best there. So okay. yeah, ultimately, I was just like, I kind of like wrote out uh, you know, like a long-term plan for myself. And uh, I had a lot of time to myself because I wasn't going to school. I was just working. Yeah. Uh, so I was finally getting back to like visual art. I mean, my whole life, I've drawn and painted through high school. I was uh, in... You know, AP art classes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, AP art? Sure. Jeez. That's crazy. Nah, I didn't even know they had that. They didn't, yeah, they didn't, yeah, had yeah. That they didn't have that when we were there. Nah, yeah. oh, man. He was advanced art, man. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Nah, but uh, just kind of going back to that that long-term plan issue right now, how closely do you, would you say that you've stuck to it, I guess, being a few years from it? That's a good question. Uh, the first two years were very close, and then uh, mm. you know, everyone's got a plan until you get punched. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had reached the point of, like, um, I guess attaining or like having in my grips like what I wanted and then mm-hmm. once I had that I essentially just needed to like script a new plan so I say the five-year plan got shaved down like a three-year three-year plan then had to reevaluate and yeah. you know going through like a tattoo apprenticeship apprenticeship it'll uh fuck with you so, can I cuss on this of course yeah it'll uh, it'll screw with your head um right. in good ways and bad ways you know things mm-hmm. that um people that go through uh that process say like it takes breaking you down to be able to build you up stronger so, yeah. yeah it seems like that's that be, that's like the case with a lot of uh like the arts when you're in the, in the beginning phases like i've heard people use that that exact terminology in, refer, in reference like acting mm-hmm. like yeah you know who actually i heard say that the dude who uh who played mike uh no luke cage oh word he oh, was, oh yeah he was talking mike to, coulter mike coulter he, yeah. was, he was on this this interview series and he was just talking about the process of him i guess uh going to school for acting and he used the exact like terminology so yeah. i'm like what does that mean exactly? Because I, I feel like I've never had that experience. Oh, you should try it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, um, at least in my experience, because it's kind of similar in like fashion design and everything like that. Like it's super competitive. Mm-hmm. And the majority of your apprenticeship is just seeing how much you can handle and then pushing you further than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like weeds out the people like who, who wants it more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all about who's going to have the drive to work harder because you could be as talented as you want. And I, I know a lot of fashion designers who are way more talented than I am. I'll say that straight up, but they just didn't have the work ethic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause they were, I don't want to say like they were weak, but they just couldn't stomach the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that that's probably like the same thing with the tattoo yeah. apprenticeship. Yeah. That's hugely a part of it. It just teaches you the work ethic and teaches yeah. you how to, not fly off the rail when you have a bad day. It's easy to just persevere through the tough points. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, I think just uh, more generally as an artist, like it is beneficial to work a long period at some style or something. Um, but if you like, unless you really reach the pinnacle of that, it it's important to like take a step back from it because if you just keep plugging away at the same thing, you're just going to be doing the same thing your whole life. So, like sometimes it helps to lose everything that you kind of know like just mm-hmm. scrap it start back up from a new foundation and you, i think you'll learn a lot more that way that's nice. interesting yeah nice what was the first tattoo that you gave to somebody else uh, i was a cockroach on a girl that i worked with chewy uh still a good friend of mine um and she's uh a god uh what is 
she's a saint uh, for sacrificing her skin to me. And uh, <laughs> that's funny. I was actually just looking back at it the other day. Um, yeah, so normally how the apprenticeship kind of thing goes is like you'll just spend your time at the shop uh, and the first, you know, timetables are different for everybody. For me, it was like a year of just mm -hmm. uh, doing, you know, the bitch work, mm -hmm. um, just cleaning up after people, watching things, um, just being an asset to the people that are going to be mentors to you. And then once you kind of gain trust from people, then you'll be able to start like, tattooing families and friends for free. Do that for a period until you build your chops up to where then you can start charging people. Uh, and then finally get to the point where you can just charge and take like customers through the door and stuff. Mm -hmm. How much time did it take you to get to that point where you were charging people? Um, you know, I never really thought about it because it's a profession, so it's important to make money, but I was right. never like so hung up on the money. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, a couple of months to, of, not like I was just doing stuff for free. I would sometimes like have to have my, my uh, supplies covered and stuff. Okay, but, fair, yeah. but until like where I was at, um, where I was like charging a full price, that would be say competitive with other people. It's right. like, probably a few months. A few months, that's pretty yeah. good. It was a weird timetable for me too, because I, uh, like our, we shut down for that period um, due to the, the COVID lockdowns. Right. So I was like kind of just phasing myself out of the apprenticeship, like as we shut down. Right. So we, I was tattooing like walk-in customers for like two, uh, like maybe two months, and then we shut down. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so we went through that, and then I kind of just came out on the other side, and then it, like nobody acknowledged like that the graduation of the apprenticeship, like, which yeah. is usually you know kind of like a ceremonious kind of thing. Mm, they'll, yeah. you know, they'll paddle you or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just like came out of the COVID lockdown. I was like, oh, well, everything's different. Get to work. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. so were you the only like one learning at your spot? Or because yeah. like, is it usually like that, or are sometimes people learning like at the same time? No, it depends. Um, everyone at the shop that was an apprentice at the shop when I uh, came in, but like they had graduated, they usually had at least one or two other people to like lean on that were other apprentices. Mm -hmm. So through my apprenticeship, there was like maybe two or three people that had come and gone in my tenure. Uh, so I don't think anybody ever really like at the shop like took notice of it. They kind of just like, yeah, you know, I was flattered that they trusted me to like handle that the workload that used to be a workload of like two to three people and that was like on me. Mm -hmm. um, so again, like stressful periods, but I'm thankful for them because they brought me to this point today. Yeah. Mm. These other guys are super tatted. Well, he's not super tatted. Nah, he, that, that's the yeah, word. Yeah, he's, he's, this that's guy's over here. Apparently you did work. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I actually, I, I told him when I seen him, I'm like, yo, this shit looks so like symmetrical. Thank like you. that's something I, I notice a lot when, when like tats, because when something's like not symmetrical, unless it's like intentional, it throws me off a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, nah, this shit looks pretty good. So I, I know that like, I can see the progress in the work, you know what I'm saying? And Appreciate it, it. it makes me feel good to just be able to see like people I like I, I watch start something yeah. progressing yeah. it it don't even mm -hmm. gotta be me it's just it's yeah. fun you know yeah, yeah. it's cool it's like, super cool because I remember like obviously like just we, like since then just been following you know what I'm saying and I just remember it used to be just a lot of like paintings like I mentioned to you and then saw you doing tattoos mm -hmm. I'm like yo that's super that's super cool because I like even before I had tattoos you know I, tattoos were always cool to me so mm -hmm. um and then I just kept seeing your work and stuff like that. But then one day, you know, I was talking to our mutual friend, Freddie. Freddie. Shout out to oh, Freddie. Yeah, shout and out Freddie. He has his whole back nearly, well, pretty, yeah, his whole back is like, 
I was like, yo, this is pretty that cool. That piece is crazy. And then come bro. to find out, Cody did it. All of it. Yo, he was like, yo, yeah. all of it is Cody. And then I was like, wait a second. I, I don't know if he sent me the profile picture. I mean, the prof your profile, or if he just said where you were, where he got it, and your name. And I was like, wait a second. This this is. I know this person. You know. So <laughs> I was like, it's all coming me, back. So like, I gotta, yeah. you know, I actually gotta pull up and. Yeah, man, it, it, I love how it came out. Like, it just came out really cool. Yeah. Can we show that to the to the audience later at some yeah, point? Yeah, no, we definitely got to show. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I'm gonna have to get my next piece. So I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have to work together yeah, to get dude. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like the and it wasn't even like the. F I'll say we were in there for what like four hours. Well, five hours, but four hours like ink to skin. Yeah. So. Um, the first three hours were, were smooth sailing too, honestly, like obviously, cause this is the knee area is very, like I, my, it's sensitive, I'll, you know, Probably. I don't, yeah, know, I don't yeah. have mine done, but I bet. <laughs> so, but you were just the way you were like manipulating the skin. So certain areas didn't hurt so much. It was like, that's why it was like smooth sailing up until the, the shading. That's the part where yeah. you really can't do nothing about it. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? You have to like go in and yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. But um, it's like I'm in there, man. Yeah, <laughs> going in, yeah. and we only did like what, like two or three small breaks. Yeah, just went went. Yeah, man, you sat in. great. You're tough as nails. I appreciate it. I tried, <laughs> yo, but in my head, I was like, don't even think about like yeah, how long. Right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I feel like for me, I don't know. What do you think? Like when you get like tattooed, do you ever like, if it's not already talked about, like how long it'll take, or if you don't like have a rough estimate, do you just like you'd rather not know how long, or you want to know like end time? No, because I, I could never even answer people like how long is something going to take when I'm doing it. I mean, not really uh, too closely. I can estimate. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's I have I have a pretty bad concept of time generally <laughs> day to day. And especially like when you're focused and you're working on something, I mean, you can check the clock yeah. and stuff like when you take a break. But yeah, yeah. I'm not really conscious like how much time has passed or is passing. So. Yeah, I feel you. You don't want to be limited to like with right. the time. Like you want to manage yeah. expectations because if you're working Facts. on a piece and then someone says, oh, well, it's been six hours already. Uh -huh. Like I feel like you don't really want to have them waiting on that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, did you feel like it was long that day? Uh, it took, so the knee is a difficult spot to like get the design prepped on there. I remember that took us about an uh, hour, like, yeah. like a half hour just to figure it, the sizing and stuff. Cause I had shown you a couple different variations of it and then getting the stencil on that was mm -hmm. like three or four times just to mm -hmm. get it. So it comp the design complemented the, uh, the part of the body instead of like working against it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, like I told you while we were going, it was like, this is really like the hard part. This is yeah. like the taxing part that yeah. like I'm sweating through them once it's actually like. Yeah. Tattoo in the skin there, you know, I don't know how it was for you, but it was easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's one thing that definitely I, I even commented on is like the prep work. It just sets it up for like a, you know, higher success rate or just like yeah. for it to look good. You know what I'm saying? That's true with anything. Right? Anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So do you guys find that you do more prep work these days than you did, say, back when you were doing a Bohemian Opera? Because I just watched you guys set this all up, and it was like a well-oiled machine. Like a uh, that's, one way, that's one way to put it. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, – I think that uh, we put in hours, so mm -hmm. it kind of makes it a little bit easier. But, uh, like – there's always room for improvement. Yeah, yeah like, you know like, you know, life will hand you your ass sometimes when you start to overestimate. And, you know I mean? That happens from time to time. Like, we've definitely seen, I guess, the result of not pre-prepping. Yep. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I think so to a certain extent. Yeah. I would have to say, yeah. uh, especially just 
I guess because we're, we're largely doing YouTube a lot, knowing what exactly you're trying to get across and who you're trying to target yeah. is important because, I mean, we know as, you know as well as anybody else, sometimes if you just kind of do with the wind, you know what I'm saying, it'll just go with the wind. Yeah. I want something to, that's going to stick. Right. And prep definitely helps out with that because now I know where this shit goes. It has a place as opposed to just seeing where it falls, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Um, but, like, sometimes doing something just, like, with the wind, that I, at least as an artist, that can, like, just benefit, like, your soul. Like, you know, do something for you. No, that's a, that's definitely mm-hmm. true. Like, do you guys ever, like, intermingle stuff like that? Like, you work on, like, say, I don't know, your more serious content and then do you ever just, like kind of throw it and just be like, let's just have fun on this one and just kind of, like, do it for us? I think since we started doing, like, the since we started choosing our reacts, mm. I feel like that's one way that we've kind of just been, like, making it more mm. fun for us. That's it's true. Like, it's like a break, almost. Like, you know, you need a break right. from, like, doing what, quote-unquote, yeah, exactly, like, the structure mm. and just do something different. The uh, reacts are what you guys have been, like, kind of mostly focused on lately, or? yeah. I was really pleased to see when I scrolled through your page, you guys had like a long uh, playlist of Norm MacDonald reactions. Yes. Oh He's my, my all-time favorite stand-up. He's king. I yeah. love R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Norm was the first video of ours that really took off. Like the first Norm reaction. Oh, really? was, it was the first one. Which video was it? It was like uh, a reaction to this video called Norm MacDonald Saves Interviews. Yeah, I know a, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a collection of him yeah. just, you know, being in interviews and just, just dropping like, just like, effortless gems of comedy yeah. yeah so that one was like the first one and uh we just we, we we started doing a bunch of those and a bunch of other comedians and then yeah. eventually started moving in different directions as far as like uh different types of content and stuff have yeah. you guys reacted to his uh, appearance on the view yeah where he mm, oh are you familiar one, the last one no the the like infamous one where he went on it was like in early 2000s oh, i know what you mean he's talking like about. telling the it was like barbara walters and whoever else that uh, bill clinton's a murder he's like it's time to get murder out of the white yeah. house uh, nah like, bro not nah. i don't think if you guys have that one that. on the dock nah, bring me nah, back i'd shit. like to sit in for that one nah <laughs> that one was hilarious he was like he, she was like y'all don't read much like how do you expect anybody to want to be with you if you don't read i've got a lot of money straight up with it man yeah and this is like his He's just a smiley guy, I felt like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But so he'll just cut your throat while doing it. Like, it's, Facts. It's, yeah. like hearing about him kind of, like, gives me, like, courage to just be whoever the fuck I want to be. Same. Because, like, when you hear other comedians talk about him, they'll just tell you, like, bro, would bomb on purpose. Hmm. And then, like, especially in the beginning, he would bomb on purpose. And then on the way out, he'd shake, shake everybody's hand. Yeah. Like, what kind of fucking savage shit is that, bro? Like, yeah. that's, you're a different type of breed. Like, yeah. I know. Like, just as a human, you kind of have this innate fear of failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you fail by yourself, nobody's around. It's like, it's still a failure, but it's like, I, you know what I mean? Nobody got to see this. You're failing in front of a crowd of people mm-hmm. regularly. Or you could be killing, you know what I mean? It could, it could go either way, but I guess you really dread that that failure because yeah. when everybody sees it, it's like way more embarrassing. And he just tackled it head on, like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do exactly what the fuck I think is funny. Yeah, <laughs> you might find it funny, you may not find it funny, but I'm still gonna do what the fuck I want to do. And I I think that that's like that's amiable for sure. 
Yeah. That's special. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. see that a lot. Nah, mm-hmm. at all. That at takes all. a lot of balls for real. Yeah. Literally. I feel yeah. like that just comes down to like ego too, you know? Like if you're able to like put that shit aside, you can just do a lot more, you yeah. know? And like mm-hmm. this or like cuz that like like you were saying like bombing on purpose, I would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like at, me personally, but if I had like I feel like I would want to try like if I'd be way more confident if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to be. Yeah. But I think that segues back, too, to, like, what I was, or what we brought up about, um, some, concentrate on, like, your work that, where you have preparation for it and you have, like, a select target audience, but it does, that, he's a perfect example of it, how it's beneficial to just sometimes go out in there and just do something for you. Yeah. Like, you can see in his yeah. face, he's like, I'm gonna tell this joke, I don't care if people laugh, I'm laughing inside, and that's really, like, what kept him going all those years. Like, those pauses that he would have after he would say shit, just letting the crowd just react, I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he would always laugh before he was telling, like, like a punchline or something. Like He would laugh at his own joke, but for some reason with him, like, you just had to laugh with him, because it was just so funny, Yeah, you know? Who was the other dude that we did? Um, Mitch. Mitch yeah, Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg was fire. I'm yeah. talking about the uh, the dude who was like, "It's kissing and dance too, honey." Oh, oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. That, that man guy. is different. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that man was different. Like, just talk about fucking just no fucks. Like, absolutely zero fucks. Like, you know, that's one of those things. Like, I love comedy. I think like comedy is like, as an art form, is like above most things, if not all things. You know what I mean? Because it's it's. It's uh, philosophical, mm-hmm. and it's uh, cathartic. Yes, but it's also just stupid sometimes. It can take all. <laughs> it can take. You can have all three of those things, which is just wicked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think you know, freedom of speech is something that that needs to be protected. He really took freedom of speech into his, <laughs> his like he took that. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Yeah. Some of it's cringy now, obviously, because you know yeah. when people say certain things, it's like uh, you know what I mean. But that's another dude who I have a lot of respect for. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. for his time, he fucked shit up, and he solidified himself as one of the people that you're gonna be like. Uh, what's the word when somebody you people like them or they hate them? Mm. It's not controversial. Polarizing. Sure. He's yeah. a polarizing figure. I think if you manage to be a polarizing figure in anything, you, you're you a success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people have an opinion on you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But So, like, to hold, to weigh them against each other, like Norm and Dice. Man, I love Norm. I'm not really a fan of Dice. I understand, like, why he was important to mm-hmm. comedy mm-hmm. and the arts and stuff. But, like, that's a guy that uh, Dice made a career being, like, a character. Yeah, and I, I think it was almost you know, like a, the Joker or something, where like he had such fame playing that character. I think he just became that became character, character. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's easier for people to sometimes maybe hit it with like a in just across any kind of like work or especially creative work to like hit hit it big with a gimmick. Right. But I think you'll kind of you'll burn out quicker that way. You see, right. with a lot of artists, you don't really have that staying power, and it's just you're. I feel like you're doing stuff that's not all that genuine. Compared to like a guy like Norm, you know. That's a no, that's a fair assessment. What do you think of a guy like Andy Kaufman? I'm not too familiar, but I, I the stuff that I've seen, I, I like that. Uh, I like him better than Dice. I do too. Because I think he's definitely. just in. He was just insane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he could really help himself from being that way. Like, I mean, because he 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 was a somebody who kind of used characters in a sense not to the same degree as dice because i mean he would have multiple yeah. you know what i mean dice kind of just had dice man and that was it right but 
one thing I liked about him was the fact that like he would somehow just like blur the lines between what's real and what's like just the act. Yeah. People were like uncomfortable with some of the things that he'll do. And it's like that that you ever like watch something happen where people don't know what to fucking do, so it'll be silence. And then somebody might laugh, and then another yeah. person might laugh, but it'll be scattered. Yeah, just <laughs> quiet laughter. Quiet yeah. laughter. It's like uncomfortable laughter. Awkward. I think awkward laughter. That's a skill, too. Mm. I think that's a skill because yeah. at the very least, you're getting people to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have, like, the attention. Sometimes people, like, comedians make you laugh, but sometimes a comedian doesn't make you laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll just make you think. I think he's one of those guys that did it, not necessarily mm-hmm. in, like, a profound way, but just in the, like, blurring the lines part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say, was it you who said that, like, you'd want to try stand-up once? Yes. That's on my bucket list. Yeah. It's on my bucket list. I'm like, going to do that shit. Definitely, <laughs> like... I'll try it with you. I've always thought about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. There you go. That's fire. Now, that'd That's be fire. fucking litty, yo. Yo, you, do you know anybody? Do any of y'all know anybody who, like, personally who, like, was pursuing that or anything like that? Yeah. I know one person um, who was pursuing it. I don't know if he's still doing it, but actually, we, we met him and when we were doing a shoot one time. Um, this was, like, 2017. Uh, his name was Jason. You don't remember? Jason, Jason. Maybe. Yeah, regardless, mm. that's just on fire. Like, just doing that. Yeah. I feel like I'm not funny enough to do that. I feel like if anyone could do it, Yatsu could do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I don't know. I feel like this is, I mean, you find your humor. Yeah, there's so yeah. many ways to go about it. Like, yeah. Like, I was watching Jim Carrey's, like, old stand-up. And oh, he, yeah. he would, his routines would be, like, based off. Not really character based, but like impressions in a sense. Yeah, impressions, yeah. Mm-hmm. yo, and just like an act where other people will just be like uh, more, you know, talking like Mitch. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Not Mitch's. Mitch's comedy was special, dog. Like, was he just special. he would just keep one liners rolling. I mean, there was every joke yeah. was like a minute thirty to two minutes, yeah. and it was just like, like totally disjointed from everything. Every I, other joke. I find that shit so fascinating. Me too. Bro. Yeah. Like, how do you? His mind was special, bro. Yeah. You like, have that's to. That's really what it was. You have to like and th- like the the whole one liner kind of style of comedy is even in that is so varied because mm-hmm. you have a Mitch, and then at the same time you have a Rodney. <laughs> Yo, fucking Rodney, bro. Rodney yeah. was amazing. And then there's another dude. Who's Yo, like, who was the dude that they mentioned in Goodfellas, King of the One Liners? I think he was. Uh, I don't know if that was a fake Rickles, comedian. Maybe? It might Rickles? have been Don Rickles. He was another dude who had some sick one-liners. He had, like, I guess, he could string shit a little bit further than one-liners, but more so when he would just, like, his insults, yeah. fucking top-notch, bro. Like, how, do you, how does your mind work that quickly? Mm, to, like, the crowd? Yeah, bro. He would oh, insult. Yo, like crowd work is so di- different, too. Like, yeah. that shit is a skill, bro. Like, yeah. how do you... I don't care for crowd work. You nah, don't like it like yeah, that? Yeah, because I'm not, like, I don't know... That's probably a big reason why I don't like Dice. I remember uh, Tracy Morgan told the story. He was on uh, that Michael K show. It's called Center Stage. It used to be on Yes. Mm-hmm. He told the yeah, story. Yeah. The the long and the short of it is like he uh, somebody corrected him for doing crowd work because like it's it's kind of an affront, I guess, to like the people that pay money and they're gonna come and try to come out and have a good time and like what if you fucking you know ruin their night? Like he was like you should be the one like you know cut yourself open and laugh at me. You don't like turn it on the crowd. Yeah, no, that that's a that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I feel like there's a skill of doing it without, like, I don't know. Certain people, you you just know that, like, it's literally just fun. Like, yeah. I think yeah. that uh, Rickles was really good 
at insulting you, and then he'll like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with right. you. And then make like a face. It, it's I, I don't know certain people when they when they do it, it's a skill. Like it, they have like a touch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you have other people who really just insult the crowd. Like <laughs> like I remember watching uh, what's his dude name? Uh, the dude who has the Charlemagne podcast, Andrew Schultz. I've seen oh him do crowd work. God, bro. He's pretty good at he's pretty good at crowd work, but yeah. I don't like it as much as like when like I feel like other people do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's kind of like filler sometimes. Maybe if yeah. you're just not feeling it or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think that it in that in that regard too, it's it's impressive to just be able to just look at something and then just make something out of it. You yeah. Know? Yo, did did do any of y'all are like fans of Dane Cook? I used to like his shit. Uh. I respect him. I don't really like nah, him, but I respect him. It's not my type of okay. comedy, yeah, I would I mean, say. Nah, not nah, mine either. But he's, yeah. he's clever. He's a mm. thief, apparently, though. That's the thing. For real? A thief? Yeah. Oh, but damn. They were saying, what's that What's that Mexican dude? Mencia. He is too, right? Yeah, yeah. but they said, uh, apparently, he thief something from Louis. Mencia? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, Dane Cook did. Dane Cook. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then Louis had him on his TV show, so and they kind of they kind of smoothed it out. Smoothed it out, yeah. but it, they did it in a way where they were talking about the the the, the thing in, in the, the show. in the show, which was cool. That's I, an awesome show. You guys, yeah, seen one bits of my and pieces. I haven't watched I mean, it much. I yeah. think I seen it all the way because I, I, but it's been years, it's and, great. and they never um, it just ended right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ended. he ended up doing like a different show somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He did a he released it on his own. It was weird. It wasn't really a comedy. He did it with Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. Horace yeah. and Pete. Horace and Pete. And, and that was another. It was, it was kind of just like a Kaufman type thing where it was all just like I guess the comedy was in the sadness kind of thing. They would just mm-hmm. be like they were like two bar owners. They owned a bar for like it was in the family, family. for like two hundred years. And they were all just like depressed and alcoholics and stuff. And oh it was, my they did like six episodes of it. Yeah, weird as hell. I think <laughs> that it was just the natural progression for him. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I don't know. Have y'all ever seen Pootie Tang? <laughs> nah. <laughs> At, just from the name alone, you can kind of get an idea of what type of movie it is. That was his movie. I don't know if he wrote it. Oh, really? He, he directed it for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really? He directed that shit. And, like, you go from that end of the spectrum, it's, a, it's like, established that he's a, a genius, you know, comedically. Maybe you just want to do something, just try your hand as a writer doing something mm-hmm. outside of comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I took, it, took it for, at least, you know? Right. Mm, that's wicked. <laughs> message from our sponsors. Message from our sponsors. Y'all remember like we used to talk about comedy a lot though. Like yeah. in school, we would talk about it. I remember you said that you weren't a fan of Robert Williams. I don't know. Are you still not a fan? No, yeah, I'm not. I never have been. Word. Yeah. I don't get it. Yo, I was at a I don't ever go to bars either, but I was at some bars. Some dude was just sitting there. He looked just like Robert Williams, bro. He had like the mustache and But shit. did you talk to him? That's the question. Uh, I mean, we just turned around and just told him that he looked like, well, he was just drinking. He's like, oh, wow, really? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> he probably heard it before. Yeah. He probably heard it before. Nice one, hey. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Like, we talked about my kind of like bucket list kind of thing, right? Mm. I kind of know yours. But, you know what I mean? I think that would be interesting to see what other like bucket list kind of ideas people would like to do or try uh-huh. once before they kick it. You know what I mean? I think I know what yours is. Well, I don't I'm not even say it. Really? I know what it is. I think I think I don't know. Well, I don't damn, what would be my mind? Did we t- we probably like mentioned some shit before, like talked about something like uh, so, I don't even know, man. To really? Be honest, yeah. I thought uh, can I tell you what I think it Yeah, was? yeah, yeah. DJing. Oh, oh that's funny. It's funny you say that cuz like 
I don't ever. I haven't think thought about it as a bucket list thing, mainly because like I'm not. I never thought about actually doing it for people. I'm just like. I mean, if you're going to do it by yourself, I feel like at some point in time, it's going to be like, it's I can do this. Do it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, just yeah. like, pr- sure, yeah, that, that could make sense. That, that I mean, I definitely do want to, I've been saying it for like the past three months already. I want to get uh, a DJ so controller. Yo, fact, <laughs> you know, they, they heard it's party time. Yeah, right? It's party nah. time. Oh. It it's gone. Wow. It's gone, technical. And that's oh. our sponsors. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything can yeah. happen. What about you? And I never really give it too much thought, but you put me on the spot, and it's mm-hmm. like my whole life would probably would have dreamt to like be in the NFL. So I think I still uh, got, I still mm-hmm. got a shot. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I support you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You used to play right football. You told me. I yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't very good at it. Listen, what position? Uh, a lot of them, like hey, defensive you. line, offensive line, sure. linebacker. And, yeah. yeah. I, I gave it up. I broke my leg and I gave it up to oh, draw shit. pictures and smoke weed. And there you go. There you go. It's all worked right. out. There you go. I, think, <laughs> I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. You know what's funny that you say that? Like, I still remember the day that um, I think we pulled up and you were just giving away mad jerseys. I still have that. You had an Ohio State jersey <laughs> yeah. and I just grabbed it because, like, you know, I used to live there. And I still have it. It's, it's just over there in Ohio, just chilling. Big ass, oversized nice. Ohio football jersey. Yeah, now he gave he gave me the Rondo and the and the and the KG. Oh, I nice. appreciate that oh, to this yeah. day. That's but we love, we still got to get to his bucket list. Sure. Idea. Oh man, I think high key. I feel like I've told y'all to before, but mm. like we never really stress on it too much. Mm. But like one of the things that I've always wanted to do since I was in middle school, um, I feel like we was just talking about this too. I want to shoot either a movie. A, like a short series of like just street racing like hood street racing not like fast and furious bullshit like actual like street i think we talked about this that. right yeah, yeah like just actually but like a drama around it you uh-huh. know what i'm saying just because i feel like if you would have taken like something like fast and furious 2 right and maybe watered it down to like less of the um police and law politics and all that shit and just made it about the cars and the racing and made that into a show That'd be fire. That sounds so very I, interesting. I can't front. That's one thing that I always, always, bro. And I have a script, like from like literally when I was like uh, thirteen, bro. Mm-hmm. It's on my my computer, some my old computer that mm-hmm. my girl has, bro. I gotta get that shit back, bro. <laughs> yeah, that sure. shit. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta recover yeah, that, bro. Because it's, it's it was the yeah. old scripts be crazy. Like, I mean, you've written so much. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. feel like I have it. trashed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know, I like. The That's idea. one thing I wish I was a little, like better at is writing and stuff like that. Uh, I don't think I've written like a, much personally. Have you written anything like that you like envision and you're like, this would be cool, like for that purpose, like you yeah, get well, this done. Never for anything that would be like production, like film or, or photo or mm. whatever. But I mean, mm. I, I was a creative writing major at NASA. So I oh, facts. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, most yeah, yeah. Of the, uh, the main thing that I used to do was writing poetry and stories and stuff like that. So. Mm. The yeah. short story game is wicked, man. That's something that I wish I, I, I like I did more. Like short stories. I just had to talk myself out of it because I was like, who reads short stories anymore? Even I mean, maybe if you could like boil one down into a TikTok, you might hit it. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. that's true. I, I think you know where it has like a, a really strong community for that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Reddit. Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Reddit. that's smart. I didn't but, even think of that. But they 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 tend to go a, a different direction with it. Oh yeah, real fan type. Of, oh my god, <laughs> fan bro. activity, like fan fictions. Yo. Yo. Oh, <laughs> fast and furious fan fiction. Like, bro. <laughs> The way that they be doing that shit, it's like... Should be in depth, too. Yeah, I'm like, yo, people... You know what I mean? I, everybody's into what they're into. But I'm like, uh, yo, how does how do you sit 
there and read this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the grammatical errors are not. Yeah. I'm weak. Yo, not the grammar, How bro. would y'all felt if there was fan fiction about you? I'd be really upset <laughs> about that. <laughs> Depends how wait, wait, wait. I have a question. You. Are we talking about like innocent fan fiction? Are you talking about the wicked <laughs> shit? Erotica? You're a real. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing, the, you put that shit to the air. It's not to happen, bro. Wait, I was like, because if it was innocent, I'd be like, all right, that's cool or whatever. But the way that you asked it, it seemed like all of us bro, was on a different writing, time from you, bro. Nah, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> Everyone was on the. We knew what was being talked about. Oh, my God. I did. Because who's writing. Innocent fan fiction, bro. I don't know. I'm because bro, because you know what it is. I be looking up like One Piece theories, right? And sometimes they like give like a detailed description of like how it could like go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Mm. That kind of reminds me of that same thing, yo. That Marvel show that's uh, what if? What if? That's basically, but that's basically what it is. Like, I'll be looking for like a theory, Mm -hmm. and then I'll end up at someone like talking about, oh, well, this is how it would play out, or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like the, Wait, the so route that I... Why do you even look up theories, though, like in the first place? Because I'm trying to see, like, where the show is going and, like, basically, like, things that occurred in the past can foreshadow a lot of things in the future. In specific for, for One Piece, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also, like, I have um the One Piece chat, so they be, yeah. like, exchanging mad different theories and shit like that. So mm-hmm. It's just, like, something fun to do. Because yeah, I'm like, why just, not just watch it? You know, like me personally, like, <laughs> I'm so I if I'm watching a show, I'd rather just wait instead of like reading what's going to happen or like thinking it's about just, what might You know happen. what it is? It's fun to kind of think about what you think is going to happen and then see how it actually comes out. You I, know what I'm I saying? agree with that because I like I don't do it often. But like sometimes if I have a really strong ass theory, especially if it's like for something that's current, mm-hmm. I'll just look it up mm-hmm. just to see, yo, this motherfucker got AIDS. You know what I mean? Just as a random, just a random, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Just, just to see, like, I'm the type of person that, like, if I think something's gonna happen, I like to kind of like, when it happens, it's just like, I told you. Yeah, you want, <laughs> you want that gratification? It's just like I'm like, I don't know. I'm not gonna put it in people's face, but it's just like, just remember, yeah, just remember just, type just, shit. Just know, just know. Yeah. I, I knew. Just know that I know. You know what I mean? You're like the oracle. The oracle. Yo. Speaking of the oracle. Yo, bro, I've been telling everybody, bro. I think I told you that day that we're in a fucking simulation, right? Was yeah. I talking about that? I was. No. I've been just chopping it up about this. There's too many coincidences going yeah, on. Yeah, he's, he's heavy on this this yeah, simulation yeah, yeah, theory. Bro. Why do you use the word simulation? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I actually if I actually boiled it. Well, because like it just seems like um, what else would we call it? You know, like it's if it's not reality if it's like um be, being controlled yeah yeah i don't know within I, the confines of a system or something like that right i guess sure. i could i could see like that. there might be a better word for it i wouldn't i'm not sure i mean yeah. simulation theory is something that gets talked that's about an actual yeah exactly yeah. like what's his face elon? Talks about yeah elon musk talks about it i remember uh, i think it's like one of the the uh i think the president of uh, bank of america has like hinted at it before yeah you know what i mean it's for like real? yeah yeah, yeah. Him? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it, was, yeah. it was weird and like mm. why, like out of all the people in the world, yo, like I, yeah. I do buy into the theory kind of for the most part. Like I just, um, I guess if we're gonna go here, like I, I think that they just use the word simulation, which is like the only issue that I have is just the the phrasing because I I understand the core components of what people are trying to say, but I just think that they're ultimately just referencing like 
makes sense. religious stories or like biblical stories like that i i do believe maybe you do too that like something created us you know, i don't mm-hmm. know exactly what and I, mm-hmm. if i did i wouldn't tell you here <laughs> but uh yeah no i, yeah. I think there is pr- probably more than this mm-hmm. but i don't i don't really think it's like simulated i think it's um it's re- it feels real to us until i know otherwise yeah. so we i think that kind of uh we got to get like a working definition what is a simulation what would you consider so, to be well, a simulation? Well, isn't a simulation like almost like a mimic of something else? Yeah. Simulating something else? Like, right. It's like, a, like I mean? a microcosm yeah. of a real event that's happening within another, uh, yeah. within a life. Within yes. another life, right. I mean, that, I've like, somebody within a simulation doesn't think it's a simulation. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do we True. get here? <laughs> nah, but that's, a, that's one on it though. Like, yeah. if you're in, if you're in it, you don't think it's, yeah. That's true. Good yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, um, you guys seen Guy? It's no. like a. It's like a. It just came out like last year. It's like a comedy. No. This was Ryan Reynolds, and it's basically. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. he's he's like, um, a dude in a game, literally just a game, and he becomes aware that he's in a game, mm-hmm. and like, it's it's it's, it's like uh. He starts talking with like the the actual programmers and stuff like that. Like they wow. realize he he's not being an NPC anymore, right? Shit like that. It's kind of like um, Black Mirror, like the the Bandersnatch joint. Did you did you ever um, do the interactive one? Yeah, mm. that's kind of exactly what happened because, all right, I'm a spoiler alert, right? Depending on which um, choices you make in Bandersnatch, uh, you end up actually talking to uh, the character, and he ends up talking to you back, and like you can decide how the story is going to go. And I remember I chose one choice and it literally displayed the Netflix logo on the TV that he was watching. Yeah. And that's how he started to realize that mm-hmm. he was in like yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, meta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then shit just went crazy after that. Like there was like demons. It was crazy. Mm. But yeah, Black Mirror yeah. Was, is different though. Like I remember they had an episode about like um, you, you they were like recording their memories in their eyes oh, and then i i think so. i've seen a, a, a commercial of some like they're actually trying to do that like it's yeah. like some sort of thing where you can like google glass kind of right but yeah. like now it's but like in your eye. eye like yo bro but i think that a lot of this shit is like early exposure i'm one of those kind of people sure. i think that you know what i mean but i i was having this conversation with with somebody and I was like, I can't tell exactly what it is. Like, you look at stuff like flying cars and, and like movies of the past and things mm. of that nature. It's like, are these things happening already? Because nah, are these oh. things happening because that's what was going to happen, or are they happening because somebody had the idea and put it into something, mm. and then it ended up happening? It's like, is it like a self fulfilling prophecy, or right. you know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know. Well, you know, Rod Serling that did Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he said about sci-fi. It's like when they write sci-fi stuff back then, or when people do it today. It's not like they're just totally guessing at what might happen. It's like they're just extrapolating from with this point with technology or with mm-hmm. this aspect of life today. Like where might it end up in fifty years? So, mm-hmm. you know, using current background information. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I do think they are kind of forecasting like technological futures in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forecasting. To, I mean, but I don't know, because I remember you saying that. But this was like a while ago. Somebody was saying something like things that were like, for example, let's just say the Internet, right? Like when did the Internet really like start? Take off? Yeah, yeah. Like, like late 90s? Late 90s. So like they like 
the idea that I don't want to say like the government. I don't know what body would have it, but like oh. they would already they already had that shit like way yeah. before it. They, 90s. they were working on the internet yeah. since like the sixties. Yeah. But like figured out though, you know, like, like Tesla, Nikolai Tesla had like an idea for like what we would kind of call Wi-Fi. He had that back in like the eighteen hundreds. But, a, but a the way thing, of like harnessing energies like in suspended mm-hmm. in air. I actually had a, a argument with my brother once, and he kind of broke it down. Technology, like this is technology. This is a yeah. product of technology, but this isn't actually technology. Technology is the plan. The plan. The plan itself is to technology. This is the product of it. Okay. So technically, they've had the technology for this shit. Uh-huh. Like, the technology that motherfuckers have, like, the products that we have of technology are yeah. just, yeah. you know what I mean, a drop in the bucket as to what's being planned. Yeah. The schematics of it, if the schematics of the internet have been around since the 60s, we've had technology for the 60s, um, for the internet since the 60s. You know yeah. what's crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da Vinci deadass had schematics for planes and helicopters, bro. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is really yeah. wicked to think about, bro. Like, he had, yeah. like, it wasn't even like a drawing. Like if you actually look at the documents, they're dead ass blueprints. Yeah, bro. The little gliding looking yeah, shit. Yeah, bro. bro. And it looks wow. Yeah, and it, you know what's crazy? These days, I think they're called paragliders. paragliders. Like we dead ass have them. That was yeah. a, that and it was looks exactly the same, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it, it's it almost kind of makes you think like, what the fuck were we doing for like the the, the three hundred years in between? Him coming up with that and then us actually getting to it. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I feel like we're more connected now. We're more easily connected to people to be able to create. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like in the like 1900s. Well, what, that, but I'm getting there. What I'm saying is What's now like I could, I could exchange ideas with someone across the world just through my phone instantly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It took us a while to kind of get there. Like once the telegram came out and you could send like messages like all over the place. That's when I feel like things really started to like pick up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's now, that's because now it became easier for you to diffuse information and exchange ideas with people all over the world. Because think about it this way: before that, you were only constrained to the ideas and technology that you had within your immediate circle. You know, as far as you could walk or as far as you could ride. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you couldn't really take things from across the world. Yes, you could. You know what I'm saying? You took boats. Yeah, but it wasn't as quick. Yeah, but so that's why it's 300 years is a long-ass time. But think that's about, a but long think about, motherfucking time, how long, bro. How long, think about it this way, though. How long does it take to sail from, let's say, California to Japan? A couple right? days. You think what? so? To sail? To no sail? Way. To like, sail? Like, it's a couple months, man. Yeah, months? Bro. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm At Googling least. It. I'm Googling it. Maybe a year. Google. To yeah, bro. sail, to that, sail yeah, on dude. a ship, and so you got to think about. Are you talking you about actual sailing, or if you had like a like a steam powered boat, or like a little boat with an engine? See, I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking about a boat with an engine. That's different. Okay. A sailboat mm. would probably take a lot longer. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, even still, if it takes a year, like Da Vinci was a was an established thinker. Like there was schools of thoughts that traveled from different places. Like I forget what it was. Like the Enlightenment period or whatever the mm-hmm. case is. That was a traveling of, like, I guess, concepts from Europe towards different places, like yeah. countries in Europe to other places, and then also making its way over to, like, I guess, Asia at, at later points or, or whatever the case is. But point being, shit traveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did, I think the biggest difference in that 300-year span is the Industrial Revolution. Because like, even as far back as Da Vinci, they had the plans, but they didn't have the means to actually manufacture them. That you is also got to think about the transport of technology, too, because what we might have had here might not have been what people had 
over in let's say India for example mm. you know what I'm saying so you got to transport that and I just looked it up it takes two months if you're traveling at um, like five knots or whatever which I don't even know <laughs> what knots are mm. right takes yeah. two months to get from California to Japan right so that's one way then you got to spend your time over there you got to get resources you got to bring them back right and then now what if you have to go back right get more I mean, stuff. you, you see what I'm saying the, you get schematics that's yeah, what but, I'm, but I'm talking about. about actual technology now too. But I mean, that's you know the technology. No, the, the schematics is the technology. I'm talking. Okay, so I'm talking about physical resources to make something like this. You don't you have. You don't think you have. Like we all have resources. Wouldn't but, you say? But why do you think we get oil from, let's say, Russia? You know what I'm saying? Because we don't immediately have it here. That's just an example. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're wrong, and I definitely Bro, hear what you're saying. Nobody's wrong. We just yeah, talking. You know what I mean? Course. Like, like, but I, yeah. I guess in my mind, the way I'm looking at it is like. Comparing it to now, we can see how quick somebody can have an idea and then it gets done. Mm-hmm. Like, it took the motherfuckers like <laughs> centuries to do things that were already in the works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, you know what I mean? Bonkers to me. Like, what the fuck was, like, how was things situated at that time? Like, that you can't, like, you know what I mean? I, I guess, like, one way we could look at it is, like, let's just say we learned that shit in, in film class was, like, the idea that the uh, the Linear Brothers created with cameras mm-hmm. in order to get, um, like, I guess they were just using 24 pictures in order to create some type of smooth motion or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Between the time that they got it and then what's his face? What's stealing motherfucker's name in America? You said Steve. Edison. Fucking thief. <laughs> fucking thief. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. But, like, Edison took the idea and kind of had people under him perfected. Yeah. Within a span of like 20, 20 years or so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's like, my fault. Nah, I'm no, done, no. I'm done. That to me, that's the snowball effect. At that point, technology is really just a snowball effect because look at the YouTube, you know what I'm saying? It took us, what, four years to get like a thousand subs, some shit like that. And then once we got a thousand, it took us three months to get to 10K. That's what you, you know just, what I'm just fucking spinning in the wind. <laughs> like, you know yeah, but saying? so were they. But then once we developed the groundwork, then it was easier. Okay, you know that's what, what you're saying. saying. That makes it, that's a good point. Yeah, but I definitely I definitely see what you're saying too. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? I didn't look at technology as the schematics before, but I definitely see what you're saying. It's right, interesting right, right. you brought that mm-hmm. to life. You yeah. know what really scares me about technological advancement too is like you you don't know if uh, they've been working for hundred, these hundreds of years getting us to this point but like at, at any points that were they ever, you know they were so focused on like can we do it but like do they ever ask themselves should we should do we it? yeah as yeah. an ethics though i yeah. think ethics, ethics and are science, out the window these days i think yeah i yeah. feel like ethics and science are like a they're like dueling edge yeah mm. because like let's just say like should we bring back the woolly mammoth you know it's like i know they're trying to but did I, has any ever been like you know Done. Do we Should want we? this back? Yeah, I mean, bro, they're cloning sheep and shit like right. on the regular. Wow. There's a really interesting movie about that called Jurassic Park. You know what I'm <laughs> nah, like, but you know, like bringing life is, is one way. How do, how do y'all feel about that? I'm what? sorry, we're breeding. No, bringing life, artificial oh. life. Oh yeah, like a, like an artificial like cloning stuff. Cloning. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I think that's God's work. I don't think people should. People should. Didn't they, they didn't just uh, recently like fully did like some sort of like plasma or like there was like a full strain that was just discovered or like um, a full like DNA. I forget what it was like a human DNA like fully. I don't know. It sounded like something that would have been done already, but it mm. just like was done recently. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm not really not sure. I didn't, I didn't hear about anything like that. What about this? Uh, the the 
the water card. You guys hear about that? Mm. The water card. I feel like that's been talked about for a long time, though. Yeah. It's like amphibious or just water? Because that's a boat, then. Right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I no, think no. I think it could. Like it's powered I th- by water. I th- no, I think like it could submerge too, though. Yeah. Oh, oh those have been. Yeah, the military's had stuff. Yeah, like amphibious yeah. vehicles that can mm-hmm. go in a land. Wait, water. they can go on underwater too, though. No, no. Only Is that what you're saying? That's like, what I'm saying. Some, yeah. Some. Oh, really? Yeah. So okay, it can yeah. travel on top and right. Well, any car can make it underwater. He's not gonna. Bro, that's some GTA. GTA, I'm like GTA. They probably got some shit like that, though. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, who is they though? Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, wait nah. hold on. Yeah. Y'all believe in aliens? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the government, I feel like the government. Bro, didn't they just confirm that shit like a month ago or some shit like that? I think sometime during the pandemic, if I'm honest. Bro, like, could you imagine if they confirmed this shit like in the in the 90s or something like that? You know, like, I feel like things would have been receptive. Like received way differently. Yeah, bro. like how? Because I feel people like freaked out more. Yeah, I feel like people are so desensitized to stuff in general, to just things being possible. Mm-hmm. That like saying that from like something as like the government is like all right, but you know back when shit was just like you had a like I don't know shit was always there was always shit going on. Of course, I but, feel like the nineties maybe not though. It would have been different. Like eighties, seventies. I say like. 50s okay be or like 60s because like i think that the shift really happened with kind of like what you're describing after like watergate happened and the american mm. people kind of it was the first yeah. time that american people knew on a like a, on a on a gross scale oh our government isn't telling us everything yeah you know what i mean like that's when the the tr- the trust started to separate. Like, yeah. like there was a whole cultural shift. Like, I mean, I see, you could, you couldn't even saying. curse on TV at yeah. the time. Now you fucking cursing. You showing yeah. fucking you know what I mean nudity. Yeah. Like, music is readily telling you to take drugs. Like, there's yeah. a cultural revolution that happened in the '60s, and that was a that was not the only part, but that was a huge part of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That was a huge turn. Yeah. Huge turn, bro. Do you think that was a positive turn? Um, yeah, I think so, because we were idealistic. Before, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, you gotta think about it. Like shit was kind of like, you look at um, like the TV and stuff from that period of time. It's very clean, mm-hmm. family oriented, this, that, and the third. But that was certain people's realities. But if yeah. you go a couple blocks, you're yeah. seeing poverty. Yeah. yeah, you're seeing like, you know, what I mean. Children like like running the streets and shit like that, and, and people being you know mistreated by like yeah. you know these government officials and shit like that or police mm-hmm. officers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a, a false a falsehood that they were portraying on on a, on a, on a grander scale. And then war happened, mm-hmm. and they televised war, which was like, could you imagine? That shit is crazy to me. That you're putting this shit on air. Yeah. What the fuck? Whose idea was that, bro? Even even now, like today, that shit would still be out of pocket to well, me. Well, you know, there's stories, actually. Of, like, the first uh, battle in the Civil War, people didn't really know what to make of it. They weren't sure, like, how legitimate it was. So, like, people, like, brought their families to, like, that picnic and, like, watched the war. Are you wow. fucking serious? Yeah, I don't know if that's, I like, didn't know about that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true history or if, yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. But that's, exactly. I remember I've heard, I read that in a history textbook. Bro, that's oh, wow. crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, just, just crazy to think how much, like, we've changed. Yo, I wonder what they're putting in the history textbooks right now. Kanye and yeah. Trump beating. 
bro. Yeah, right. Like, that was like, literally that's in crazy. A, oh, for real? Wait, what? It was in a, it's in a textbook. I don't know what textbook. Like what grade and stuff? It, I don't know where it is exactly. Oh, that's fucking wild, bro. Just to kind of just think, yo, think about how disjointed history being taught in America is. Like, yeah, like what? Why though? Like, where, where do you gather information? From? What it's do you like, what do you benefit from? Yeah, that? what do you yeah, learn? Like, I feel from, like from Kanye history, and Trump, like oh. yeah, that in general, you know. What I'm I, saying? It's a, I guess it's a momentous. Event. I feel like <laughs> even like, <laughs> <laughs> like all right, let's say like when we were you know in school, like the history books, um, they had stuff like. It's just I'm just dwelling on the fact like what do you learn from that right. Did, were there stuff in our books that like yeah, were there was all total waste yeah. so, I mean so, our, our education system is meant to just feed us stuff that's just you know kind of keep our minds mildly entertained but not really like turn us into thinkers yeah there's like an, a Rockefeller mm-hmm. quote about that it was like the educate because the Rockefeller family back in like the early 1900s I think more or less like crafted our education system as it is today to be mm-hmm. workers yeah and they they like modeled a lot of the systems in schools after like factories like yeah. mm-hmm. grouping people by age and like the bell to like dismiss yeah. classes and stuff so, yeah. yeah I mean like, like a I'm, shift I'm sure it's gotten worse today with people that are going through the education system today but just i graduated high school in 2015 and i was pretty aware of it then i was like none of this stuff is really helping anybody yeah, yeah. it's, it's not meant to help you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean but you know there, there are schools out there though that are like privately like are just creating their own curriculum or if you're like in a school yeah private schools can to an extent i think to, to an extent but yeah. like i think where you can control everything though i don't know i think um i went to public school What's the name? Ariel. She works. You you remember Ariel, right? She used to come to the BTBs. Yes. Oh. She word. she actually works in the school. She was telling me about it. Where it's very different. It's actually um, smaller classes, but it engages and encourages more group effort to solve a problem. So it's mm-hmm. actually from the way that she kind of explained it to me. I still don't understand it. And there was like a specific word for it, mm-hmm. but it's literally meant to teach children how to take on specific roles with their strengths and come together to work together to solve a specific problem and i find that really interesting because it's a sharp difference from what the public school system is bro because when you really think about it you're teaching people that they're not allowed to talk to each other in school Mm. you know what i'm saying and it's like to me that's like that's crazy when you really just you're 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 trying to punish someone for having a conversation yeah that's just fucking wild to me Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how damaging that could be to people? I mean, but you you have, you, I guess, more so like the time. There's a time for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I don't think that's wrong per se, though. Like, not talking in class. But it's just, like, breeding this atmosphere where it's like you're not, like, free to communicate. Like, yeah. yeah not a cooperative. Uh, because... I agree with you. There's a, a time and place for it, but mm. I don't remember there was ever a time in class where I was able to like have a conversation and not that's get yeah, yeah, class, reprimanded. Your, yeah, your class exam- really wasn't really for it. I guess. I guess like when you, you in between classes, you had gym. Gym was social. Lunch was social. You right. know what I mean? I guess you're being taught to only communicate when they allow you when to. they allow you <laughs> yeah, to it's like get <laughs> you know here get that's just one example of like all of the oppression in the school it's like that all of the things that they they put on us it's like you know, just get mm-hmm. used to all this oppression because it's going to be this way in the workplaces and all that stuff too mm-hmm. but to play devil's advocate i mean don't don't you think that like encourages focus though no 
Why not? Because I wasn't focused when I was just sitting. Like uh, my mind was. Mm-hmm. It's probably why I'm an artist. Because like every time I'd be in a math class, I'd just be drawing. It was like always like free drawing time. Because that stuff was so boring yeah. to me. But I, I mean, would... you you focus on something though. You can't. I don't think you could have That's... a conversation with Alejandro oh, yeah. and then right paint a masterpiece. I thought you were talking about like school teachers focus. Oh, I mean, I guess just not really communicating when you're supposed to be doing something. You're supposed to be doing schoolwork, but mm-hmm. I guess you're doing your work. Well, right. I mean, even doing your work, you have to be focused in order to do that, wouldn't you say? Sure. Yeah, I see your point. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think mm-hmm. focus, you've got to find it on the inside. Well, I mean, if you fi- if you have actual interest and passion in something, then you're... Is I feel like you're naturally going to focus on something like that and fixate on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like school at least for a long time for me didn't provide that atmosphere for me to focus on what I wanted to do it actually kind of to to be honest it deterred my focus because I wanted to focus on fashion I wanted to focus on my art classes but I couldn't because I had to worry about a 10 page English essay about a book that I didn't give a shit about Mm. just to be able to apply for college yeah Mm. you know what I'm saying and Look where that went. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, College dropout, baby. <laughs> but but I definitely see what you're saying, and I, I agree with you. In, mm. in some way, it could um, establish focus, but I think most of all, it establishes a time and place. Yeah. Like, it teaches that kind of um, uh, subject or whatever you want to call it. But I also feel like there's another side where it deters people who are actually driven and passionate about what they're passionate about, you know? I remember I, I tried to concentrate on my focus too, and um, there I was so I was signing up for BOCES for fashion design, mm. right? And they told me, oh, we don't we don't supply that. We're not sending you to BOCES for fashion design. You got to do all these math credits or whatever. I hated math. I'm like, Facts. what Shit. the fuck are y'all teaching me? You know what I'm saying? It's not practical. It's not yeah. practical. If they yeah. should, if they, bro, math should have just been tax shit related, bro. Like, yeah, imagine bro, they would have done that. I'm still learning like, how to do that shit, bro. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm 24 years old, bro. I actually think that, like, I was always the worst math student. It, was, it bored me endlessly. Yeah. And I just could never wrap my head around, like, the why am I doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But bro. after I, like, got out of school, I actually started, like, researching just, in, like, independently because I was interested. Like, and, like, why were we learning that? And, like, actually making the connections, like, the historical relevance of it. Like, why are we learning, like, they would teach you like the Fibonacci. Um, That's like, very or, like Pythagorean, yeah, Pythagorean was... stuff. That was like, the a yeah. A plus B, but they yeah. would never actually like it tell you like why, why these problems should, arise. Yeah. Like I think if they connected that stuff, people like me, because like, I was always yeah. into like, history. And, yeah, I would be like, hey, I actually get this. Instead, yeah. it was just like here's like paper and with yeah. numbers on it. Like just figure right. this out yeah. within this vacuum. Show your work. Context, yeah. not context, is a uh, that's a that's something that I feel like definitely would help. Like, kind mm-hmm. of give you an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't front, though. I didn't fuck with school, but in hindsight, bro, when I was able to do something, I felt like a strong sense of accomplishment. And I'm like, that's some shit that, like, when something's kind of, like, difficult for me, you know, like, to just wrap my head around. Like, if it's something that I'm passionate about, I'll, I, I guess the same, you know what I mean, uh, synapses in the brain fires, and I kind of get into that zone, like, I was another one. I was shit at math. I was trash at math, bro. Like, I passed fucking my integrated algebra regions for the 68, and it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I mean? But, like, when I was able to, despite the, the environment, because the environment plays a huge part in, I guess, your ability to do things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I was able to get past the environment, when I did understand, like, geometry, when geometry clicked, something, it's, it's a, I don't know, it's a good feeling. 
It's, yeah. and, and it's like, I think it's, it's something of like a confidence booster because like, at least I know if I'm tasked with something, I have the wherewithal in order to do it. Right. Mm. That's something that I value. Like, oh, I think everybody should value. Like when it comes down to it, if I'm, if I need to do this, I can do it. Yeah. Even if it may not be with math, it may not be with science, it may not be with all of these like specific things, but just like, I guess life problems in general, I want to know that I'm well equipped enough to just handle some shit that's given to me. Even if it's not like super AP, like this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Just be able to get through it, you know what I mean? We all can't be Daniel, you know what Facts. I mean? Um, we... That's a fact. <laughs> nah, but like, I feel like you could also get that from like just doing other stuff though, you know, like. Like what though? Like, I don't know. I like doing a lot of like hands on stuff too. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. if I'm like, for me, like thinking of something. And then not really knowing how to do it, mm-hmm. but know that I, I like I want it in a certain way, and then yeah. figuring that in between. Right. For me, once I get it done, then I'm like, yo, even if it's not the best way to do it, yeah, I did. It at myself. least I did it. Yeah, yeah. that's and like that's where I find accomplishment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the same same principle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So if yeah. you're tackling something hands on like that, are you the type that just kind of goes in blind, or do you like research it a lot before? It depends. It depends. I, yeah, research does help yeah. for sure, but like if it's like um something that I feel like wouldn't have too much consequence if I yeah, didn't, right? like, then right. I'll just do it. Imagine doing that shit on your car. Like exactly, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. probably wouldn't do yeah. something on my car because then that's like very then you get you, you suffer get, consequences. Yeah, yeah, but if it's like stuff like you know around the house, backyard, whatever the case is, cooking, like, cooking. Way, yeah, the way you know. bro said, research helps. <laughs> 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 the, the level of fuck for research is like right here, bro. Like everything in here, I don't obviously. I'm not like a builder or nothing like that, but like I don't even research how to do anything, you know, like this right here, like, yeah. and these mm-hmm. are simple things, but like you, you still get those small like things of like yo, I did that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah. Even if you're like making a dresser, you know, bro, everyone throw nobody reads instructions when you buy a new piece of furniture. Nah, you I know that I, because reading instructions, bro. It depends. It depends. it depends. it depends. It depends. It depends. I do. It depends. If it's included, really? Yeah. yeah. Sure. You actually you read it? You don't like try to like yo? Like, I'm, I I could do this. No, because I used to be that way, and then I would always just get so like hung up on stuff. Oh this yeah, time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like okay. try to give it a go before I like yeah. You know what I mean? Go to the instruction, or if I could find a video, I'm a video. Oh guy. yeah, no, nah, like, same facts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. visual yeah. learner. Fucking yeah. nah, just I'm illiterate. <laughs> like, oh, uh, <laughs> like that's a question I want to ask you guys. Actually, how often do y'all read? That's crazy because I was gonna say like, is anyone reading anything right now? Uh, I don't actually read that much. <laughs> Like, as of recently, like, last summer, I was like, yo, nah. Because I know it's good practice, like, I think you should be reading every day. I, like, aside from, like, your phone, you know, like, actually reading something that might take you, like, whether it's a story or if it's, like, uh, you know, just knowledge in terms of, like, anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, history or not, whatever, fiction, nonfiction, like, I, I mean, I don't do it as much. I haven't really picked up, it's probably been, like, a month or two. Since you read something, mm-hmm. like you picked up a book and read. Yeah. What about y'all? I read pretty much every day. I try to. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck with that. Like, I'll fuck with that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I feel like for shame. me, it's a, it's a thing of discipline. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I have discipline but when it comes to reading. It's like, it's mostly a time thing, too. It's a discipline and time. Like, if I could discipline myself to, like, read at this time, yeah. then I could do it. But, like, if I just, like, I don't ever really have a natural urge to read. Me neither, That's my neither. like me personally. You, you well, like so like I had I like I said I was coming from like creative writing, so I always 
felt that I had to read in order to like actually write. Yeah. And then when I started focusing on tattooing, I kind of stopped reading altogether because I was like, I've just looked at like art books and just mm-hmm. picture books. Yeah. Mm. Kind of forgot how to read for a little bit there. Now I like it because I find that it helps me like unwind. And okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I won't read like uh, crazy complicated stuff. I'll just yeah. try to read stuff that just yeah not blue light in my face. Facts. Just, yeah. No, that's like good. what would you say? Like what do you read? A lot of poetry books. Like, oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. E. Cummings book now. Just nice. Compilations. Mm. What about nice. you? You be reading? What do you define as reading? <laughs> like, like not literature. manga. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Then it's been um probably like a year. Word. Something like that. Yeah. I'm being honest though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest because the thing with me, I was just having this conversation literally today, bro. Mm-hmm. That um. That's what I'm saying. Bro. I'm more of like an audio or visual person. Um, and like my anxiety, like be acting up. Cause I'd be thinking about shit that I have to do after I read, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, I'll find myself, like I'll read like a couple of pages and then I'll zone out Get on distracted. other things. Yeah. That I have to do, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then it's like, damn, I got to go back and reread this paragraph because Facts. I kind of skimmed <laughs> and then I do it. And then another couple of pages and then I got to do that shit again. And that shit, I'll yeah. be honest, like that's something that I'm trying to work on, but it really yeah. is very frustrating. Um, I feel you. And it's, on that. it's disheartening. I'll be honest. Like that yeah. shit just be like getting me because it's like my body is telling me like, yo, like you sitting down, you relaxing, but mm-hmm. you can't be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like for I had that problem too, and for a while I would really just read what they call you know, like self help books or things that would just like offer you advice because mm-hmm. you don't have to like put together a whole narrative. You could just read like ten pages and just internalize that, and if you have to put the book down, like it's still with you. And yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's a that's a good workaround. I think like what he was saying about like discipline, like, um, yeah, like this is a separate question, but like, are y'all disciplined? You know what I mean? I'm personally, I feel like I'm disciplined. Um, I want to say where it matters because mm-hmm. I think that, you know what I mean? There are places where it does matter that I'm, I'm not super disciplined on, but I can get away with for the time being. But I see, um, like reading, it's, it's it's one of those things where, like, I don't read because I just can listen to it easier and do it while I'm doing something else or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Like, I like audiobooks. I like listening to audiobooks. That's mm-hmm. something that I do a lot. I have, like, an Audible subscription that I haven't bought anything with in, in quite some time. I probably <laughs> should preface with. But, you know, um, I get in stages. Even then, I get in stages when I just want to, like, all right, let me listen to this. Let me let me knock this down. Let me f- try to figure this out or whatever the case is. Let me try to implement it. And, like, I'm a note taker. Like, notes are, like, really important to me. Like, mm-hmm. if I write some shit down, I'm way more inclined to just remember it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to, like, recite it back a little bit more. And um, one thing I don't do often is, like, revisit notes, mm-hmm. which is probably not a good idea. Because what was the fucking point of writing it? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You well, did, I mean, you I think like there the, is still a point, though. Yeah, like, when you put your you. hand to it. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like, you know, reinforcement. Right. Okay. You, you, get, yeah. you, you reinforce it. And, um, like... I, I think at least my point when I write down notes is to kind of just distill the most important parts of it, even if it's not in great detail, but just enough to maybe kind of make those connections in my brain. I was like, oh, this was just refers to this, that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm able to do that shit, I feel like maybe if I'm reading, like, I can highlight certain things and just jot it down. I think that that much, that much is a little bit more useful for me because I, I think, like, with often things, like... Just there's a lot of like fluff. There's a lot of excess yeah. in everything. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. there's, there's a shit ton of excess, even in books. Like, even like I think that sometimes you'll read like a paragraph, 
And I'm like, you could have put this in one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you could have simplified this greatly. And I'm like, I'm somebody for me. I just like when something repeats too much, obviously repetition has a purpose, but when it repeats, it's like, all right, you just giving me bullshit now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Give me you just give filler. me Yeah, it's I'm filler. I'm not one for filler, bro. Yeah. Just tell me what I oops, tell me what I need to know so I can move on. I think mm-hmm. we were just having you and me were having that conversation like the other day too. About what? When we were on the phone that like because the guy that um, you recommended me to watch for some YouTube videos. Yeah, video. yeah, yeah bro, you were saying say, that. That sounds like YouTube videos right Yeah, now. bro. Yeah. They, they just start. Re- I'm like, I, I'm like. We were just talking about that. That's what's crazy. I fast forward through that shit. Yeah. I put that shit on like 1.75 times speed or whatever because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like the fluff. I know that oftentimes you people do it in order to like kind of make what they have to say seem like, I guess, have more scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, just efficiency is, is like, key. Because mm-hmm. you only have people's attention, really, only for a certain amount of time. Unless you're talking to, like, a girl who's really into you or something <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But everything you said is important, but, you know. You got juice. Nah, I don't. That's quite, quite, quite <laughs> thirsty over here. <laughs> Shit, man. Well, I find that my discipline comes and goes, man. I'm less, I'm more disciplined today than I was when I was a kid. Yeah. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think I've become more disciplined over life. I've made a conscious effort to, like, try to cut out things that distract me and, and break my discipline. Uh, a lot of, like, technology and stuff like that. How's that working for you? It comes and goes. I actually just, mm-hmm. like, I lived without internet in my house for, like, the last couple months. I just got it back in because I found that it was just finally starting to, like, be a hindrance. But I was, like, when I got rid of it, I was, like, I'm really just using this stuff for, like, streaming TV. And I was, like, I'm just trying to, like, be without it and just focus on myself and books and stuff like that. Um, but I've been there, like, where you're saying, where, like, efficiency is key. And, like, yeah, it's very important in work and stuff. But I think it's also important to just take time to, like, enjoy how long something takes in life like not worry about am i getting the most out of this in this amount of time like just you know take take a walk enjoy the you know stop and smell the flower yeah time and place yeah that's a fact damn something that you said just quick uh, oh yeah speaking <laughs> of the um because you said you were without like you know being tech, like internet and all that stuff i briefly asked like during the session about like um using social media i feel like you or really anybody with any profession nowadays or like artistic stuff could like benefit a lot from that. And you were kind of saying like, it's not really your thing. Like, uh, you know, the TikTok thing or doing reels and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I guess really like for tattoos, like they would have books and stuff like that, like shops. Mm-hmm. But nowadays anything can really go off on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like the tattoo stuff is just something that has a huge audience and and interest in that I feel like I don't know it just could would you ever just even give it a shot like for like a month or, or doing two? like TikToks and Reels yeah something yeah you know what I'm uh, since we had that conversation earlier this week mm-hmm. I think uh, I've been giving that thought like, yeah um, I, what's the because the, the main thing that is like that I think you were saying deters you just like what like the uh, actual act of doing it you know, taking that I time actually, like don't agree with it like I wish people could stop and like not just have to cap not yeah. have to capture somebody's focus with like six second clips like flashing lights and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. so you know like I, I know i'm not gonna like be the one person that like takes people away from that like yeah. i also you know i'll like sit and try to make the decision of, like should i do something like that I'm, like i don't, I don't really yeah. know that i want to like give into it and yeah i think it really works for you guys um like the content that you make like i love the um like the childhood shows, the things that you've been doing lately. That's it. He's, he's known for yeah. that. But yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it, it might sound a little um, like highfalutin and stuff, but like you, you do a tattoo on somebody for like five, six hours. I don't know if you want to just boil that down to like a, a two second feature. On I like see what reel. you're saying. Yeah. 100%. But that also, it could be said about like if somebody does a, a TikTok about like a behind the scenes of a film that took months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But sure. you still capture it because. Like, I, and then I feel like, I feel what you're saying too on the, like, I don't know if I want to buy into it. Cause like, I feel like if we would have gone on TikTok way before we are now, like we would have, cause that was my mindset. Like, yo, like, why am I going to, you know, like, this is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I, I, I don't like being on my phone any more than I have to be. Yeah. But like nowadays, like, it's like, you're, it's not even that like you have to, cause I'm no one should like, you shouldn't have to say that, but it's more like you're missing out on what could be if it's you don't yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying and so we talked about this too like uh i my head like when i so it's just for argument's sake like we're all content creators right on mm -hmm. social media aspect you guys like when you set out to make content i mean you're you're the whole plan is like you shoot the content right and then you had a plan for that shoot and then you produce it and then it's released so it's like every step of the way you're considering it as like content whereas like I do a tattoo. I'm not thinking that, like, I'm just thinking about the design and the person and yeah. the experience like that. Yeah. And then, like, it comes to, like, take the photo of it. And I'm always kind of just, like, caught off guard by it. Even though, like, I know I want to take a photo of it. Mm -hmm. uh, just simple things like having um, a sort of a streamlined look, like, on my page is something that I don't have because I don't, like, step people in front of, like, a, you know, a black curtain and, like, yeah. just get that nice look. I'm just, you know, I'm at the point where I do a tattoo, I don't want to, like, all, then, you know, I mean, I know I should, but not to say that I don't want to. But I just, I just don't, I don't really yeah. know why. I'm just like, I focused all of the mental energy that I had on like doing the tattoo. Yeah. And it's like, right, well, hopefully I get a good photo of it, you know? My, all right, so my question to you is, if you taking, I guess, the plunge and adding to the dumpster fire, that <laughs> is the, the short attention span of mm -hmm. society at this point in time, right? Mm -hmm. If doing that has the potential to put you in a in a better better place doing what you already love mm -hmm. maybe bringing in more people i'm assuming if you have more people you're able to charge more yeah. and that's not necessarily the mm -hmm. goal the goal but yeah. i mean i think with anything once you become better it should be reflected you know yeah. what i mean yeah. if like you said you don't really have the super clean you know background or whatever the case is but if like taking i don't know 15 seconds to record a short video mm -hmm. could be beneficial to that the part of it that you love do you do you still think it's not worth it no i i definitely know that it could benefit me if i like focus on it more i mm. just also want to i don't want to walk the line of like just being or focusing too much on like what the photo is going to be afterwards like because like i said when i'm focusing on doing the tattoo like i'm gonna just do the tattoo and not think about like taking the photo after and then like when it comes time um I just, uh, I don't know, I guess I kind of get, like, uh... Lazy? Maybe that, or... It's not even that. It's, like, sometimes I'll, I'll try to, like, get creative again, and then I'll just make, like, questionable choices of, like, how I'll pose the person or, like, what is the backdrop. And then I'll look back at that, like, what the hell was I thinking? This, this whole shit is 0% art and 100% science. That's... Okay, tell me more about that. Like, this is not a... This is... TikTok and, and social media, there's an art to it, sure, but it's not necessarily about being artistic. It's really just about getting it done. Yeah. 
It could look, however, you just put a song on it or whatever the case is. Cool, boom. Like that could that could be the caveat. Like, I might even might really try to do it, but I mean, if I could just hold a phone, fifteen seconds or like six seconds, fuck, like like we said, you know what I mean? Look at the tat, put a hashtag on it. All of that might take like another like, let's just say grand total, like another six minutes to do after you've already did this five hour tattoo. So that's yeah. a five hours and six minutes. Of I guess whatever it is that you've done right, and you know what I mean. Imagine you just do that every time you're doing it. It becomes a part of the practice, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna sit here and, and tell you, oh yo, bro, your your fucking your profile is gonna go. You know what I mean? Because I can't make promises. Mm-hmm. But now that we're dealing with science, as opposed to creativity, creativity is finicky. Science is is very, you know what I mean. You do it. It's trackable. Yeah. So how long have you guys been making content under that like uh, opinion? I started doing that shit with TikTok. Well, I mean, I guess we started doing it with the reaction channel and then that's pretty much when everything started to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would spend Did you have like a, a moment where you realized like I, I got to stop like maybe seeing this as like creative work and yeah. just like, do the work? It, it took 2 years of fucking putting some shit out that nobody was watching. Yeah. That shit is demoralizing. Right. Yeah. That shit is demoralizing. I sat here and edited this yeah. shit for like three hours. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit fucks with your head. It's like, yo, am I really doing what the yeah, fuck I'm supposed to? I cared. To? I cared. I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate <laughs> that, not, man. Yeah. But, I mean, my thing is, like, if I can do this in service of fueling my artistic desires, I'll give the beast what it wants in order to get what I want from it. Mm-hmm. You just need the the mm. platform, if you will. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's profound. I guess also it depends on the goal. Like at least when it comes to us, obviously we are playing the game because our goal is to, like we mentioned, like w- like with anybody, you can start doing one thing, and then once you are you know, a little bit more established, you can actually go into what you want to focus yeah. on, yep. what you want to focus, yeah. right? Um, it could be it's different for like when it comes to tattooing. Like if your goal isn't to like maybe you know reach a a certain type of mass people and you just are you know cool with like uh how it is then then there's really no point you know because some people you know they that's just like not their goal but like let's no, say for that, example that's perfectly in line with that sorry to cut you off but. no 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 i'm just i was just gonna wrap up and say like unle- like for example somebody who might start all the way down from a print like everybody starts from print and they want to open up like their own tattoo shop doing mm-hmm. something like that might Help, help not definitely sure. yeah. definitely because you know yeah. right. then it's about you because then it's like your personal brand and then boom it's like your own tattoo that's it's already known because of you right you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. what were you saying no that, uh, that i think what what both of you were saying is like you have there's things um that you have to do in order to like reach the next step and they might not necessarily be like creative endeavors but they might just be more i guess like business endeavors in order to like help you reach yeah. that yeah. next step and that, that's how, like, the social media is for me. I mean, I, I don't particularly enjoy being on social media. It's really, mm. uh, sorry to say it, but it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, I know it's a, a necessary evil. I think yeah. it's kind of like what you were saying. I know that I, I, I ought to be on it, and I should be on it, so I am. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I don't, uh, I don't focus a lot of my time on, like, thinking about how I should plan my page and my content and stuff like that. But I guess the point that I'm making is you don't really have to. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's It's... A lot less planning, just a lot more, just, yeah. it's a lot more McDonald's than it's filet mignon. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, because even to your point of, like, you know, once you're done, you, you might fixate on how you shoot it or, or what. But, like, there's so many pages where, like, literally, 
every well at least when it comes to tattoos you know at least me i'll see artists and like some might have a structure i don't even know any off the top but most people i see it's like one post might be right on the table or one post might be just standing up depending on the position like it doesn't really matter where it is because at the end of the day i'm just looking at the tattoo Mm -hmm. they might zoom in they might not they might move the camera they might not yeah but and so there is no real structure on their feed but what the one consistent is there's a tattoo at least you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. people like to see that you're working yeah it's just a weird thing like instead of like actually coming and seeing that they just like to they yeah. like the image of oh he's working you yeah. know what i'm saying you, know you could saying? you could dead not be doing shit but you could kind of come off as you're working that's just the way yeah. that it is but yeah. i mean to say your point you said it's a necessary evil clearly it's not because you don't do it <laughs> you know what i mean like like it mean it just like if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But I just, I just want. No, I mean, you to, I, I do. What do you mean? I don't do it. Like you're saying, it. like you don't go out your way to mm-hmm. make, I guess, capturing every piece of work. You don't. Do you go out your way to document it? I don't know if yeah, you do. Yeah, you, I photograph everything that I do. Oh, okay, okay. Just for my own records. Oh, you don't post them though. No, I post. I do post. Okay. I don't post yeah. probably as frequently as like I should. I'll, I'll, like, okay. People tell me I should. Fair, fair, mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Fair. What would you say, like? um the goal though is then is it just to do you uh, have like a certain goal like like you know what i'm saying if you're trying yeah, to, just to to reach more people or and okay to reach the type of people that uh would be getting the kind of work that, that I you would want like to, to do, do. Yeah. I, that's what i was thinking of because i'm like i automatically go to like ink masters and shit like yeah. that yeah. like i think that i don't know what the prerequisites are for you to get onto a, a, a show <laughs> on uh, i guess on national television like that but the one thing that you know what I mean? I would take a wild guess that you need is a reputation. Yeah. You know? Doesn't I, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. At the very least. At the very at least. At the very least, yeah. I think that this is something that could just, you know, if you play the game right, that shit could, like, really help a reputation. Yeah. yeah. That's all, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to convert you to, you know no. what I mean, a TikToker, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, people do what they do. Whatever works mm-hmm. for you is working for you, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, like... Um, whenever anybody tells me they don't want to, I'm like, yo, trust me. It's like, it's easier. It could be easier than it looks. It's, it's, uh, the point is, poor is like, not the point, but like the, the one caveat is, is you, you have to be consistent. Right. Mm -hmm. Consistency. That part beats is bro. You don't, you'll be days. You don't feel like doing shit. I don't want to fucking post this fucking thing. I'm tired of doing this shit. Yeah. But it's just kind of like a boost. You got to give. Like, you got to give the beast what it wants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once the traction comes, you can lay off a little bit more. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. Yeah, I think I, I operate under a lot of, like, uh, wrong preconceived notions about... So, I'm only on Instagram. Right. Um, uh-huh. Right, okay. And uh, I have, like, preconceived notions about the algorithm and how it works that are either just wrong or outdated and stuff. But I... I'll oftentimes, like, talk myself out of doing a post because I always think, like, so it's good to just post once a day. So I'll rattle some off. You can tell me like true or false. So I think you just like one post a day is, is optimal, and then you, know, so you can do that's fine. stories on top of that. Reels, that Reels, is yeah, the that's m- what I hear. The and most also, important I, thing. I think this is a way outdated one, but I always heard like uh, like around five o'clock is always like the prime time to post, and I'm like always working at five. That's o'clock. that's a good time. I mean, but that's of... so like I'll I'll be working through five o'clock. I'll like mm, I have yeah. a reminder on my phone actually mm. like post on Instagram like around five o'clock. Mm. I fucking always miss it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll like I'll be working. I'll finish at like eight or nine o'clock, and then I'll just be like, oh, maybe it's too late to post. All right. right, I won't. And then like you know it's a vicious cycle, and the same thing yeah. happens again the next day. I would say if I had any advice to give to any anybody trying to grow on Instagram just post reels mm-hmm. everything else doesn't fucking matter yeah is literally like that serious like shit 
Like sometimes I'll go to my explore page and I'll see like a post of a picture of something that just has like has been circulating a lot. It'll have like a lot of likes and I'll be like, wow, that's weird because I feel like I don't really like it's the chances of that happening is so slim. But Mm -hmm. because of TikTok, yeah, it's like Instagram was the, the, you know, I mean, the main man in town and then TikTok came around. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we about to fucking take people off of your platform. As a result, now Reels cause is the main competition with TikTok. They're pushing Reels because they know that if they don't, TikTok will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you post Reels, if you consistently post Reels, you will grow. Mm-hmm. Like when we, when, like when I was tell, telling, telling, like we gotta fuck around with these Reels and shit. Where would we at? Like what was it, like four? Not four. Like nineteen sixty something. Uh, oh followers. yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. It's about mm-hmm. in a span of like. A week and a half, maybe, or what? A week. Mm-hmm. We we got to two thousand. Yeah, it's not like <gasps> you know what I mean. It's like about like forty something followers. Mm-hmm. But the reels was a difference because yeah. we were dormant for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then what got you thinking that it was gonna be reels? Like, do you do you guys like look into like read like articles and stuff about like algorithms? Yeah, this man right here. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm obsessed with this shit. Okay. This is all. Of, this is like mainly all I think about, uh, with, along with food and and then you know what I mean? <laughs> being a human. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think sometimes this takes more of a, pre- uh, a precedent, for better or worse. But, like, just posting, like, shit and not seeing it not go as, as you know what I mean, fucked up as it is. We have this kind of, we're posting on, on these social media platforms, I want to say for validation, but to share. Mm-hmm. And then there's a inherent scoring system, likes, comments, this, that, and the third. If I'm posting... This shit don't do nothing. I'm going to learn, like, yo, fuck this. This shit don't do nothing anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This doesn't have any ties to my talent and I like that. At least that's what my logical brain thinks. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, somewhere deep down, I'm pretty sure that it's like every time I post, this shit don't do nothing. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I think that if you just, like, uh, put your attention where it should be in regards to what the algorithm's actually looking for, it'll mitigate that whole, you know what I mean, process of like fuck i'm not doing this shit right uh just knowing like kind of like what we said earlier like in the very beginning knowing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing as opposed to just doing Mm -hmm. yeah doing with purpose is always better than just freestyling and so how do you uh like keep up with what the algorithms are uh i mean research for sure like research youtube videos uh um place like you know i mean even uh like pages on Instagram who kind of just talk about how to fucking keep doing well on Instagram or TikTok pages that recommend you certain things and with the with the uh, I guess the intention of growth and shit like that you know what I'm saying people who've kind of just hacked the system because it's hackable when you know what you're looking for and then knowing it how to fit it into what you do because yeah. what I do may not work for everybody. And just like what, you know what I mean, certain people, you ever see like those people who be in like the city or fuck that, fuck the city, they be in like Dubai or some shit and they got a drone shot yeah. going across something, they got they, they got a white fucking, you know, linen kind of flowy thing. I'm like, yo, I can't do this shit right now. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put a cap on myself, but that's not what I'm doing right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I can do it in my way. Yeah. And I just feel like how kind of to what you were saying about like, um, I don't remember the exact words, but kind of like you... Not the feeding into it, but basically what I'm saying is like now I feel like social media, 
for at least when it comes to us maybe other people is different it's just like it's it's business related it's not yeah. really about personal stuff yeah. sure you know what i'm saying and that's how i feel like if you look at it that way you throw out a bunch of this like i don't really care who's if if like the person that i went to school with is seeing it because i'm not that's not the intention here the intention is to get other people that don't know anything about anything that would we do to, to actually start finding out right you know Preach. what i'm saying it's way more like about if if that's what your goal is is business yeah that's straight up you know yeah, what i'm absolutely. saying yeah it's strictly a business account exactly yeah. really and yeah. that's and and it's, it's it's more about like what you're saying about like being on it you know what i'm saying like because you can be on it just to scroll you can see like what they're doing you know who you know what they're doing like up to on the street whatever the case is but like that's that's different you know what i'm saying like that's you can waste hours on it like that but if you go on there for to do this mm -hmm. get it done and then keep pushing then it's like nah then then that's how you get the more people and stuff like that and it's a lot easier said than done for sure but like he said it's just just starting out and doing it without uh like those six extra minutes just do it maybe task yourself with like a week See how that goes, and then mm -hmm. you know, every day push for it. a week, yeah, yeah you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. When you see growth, I ain't gonna lie, that shit just it just is what it kind of goes back to that that thing that we talked about. Accomplishment, accomplishment. It's like, oh, now that I, you know, what I mean, I'm, I guess I'm doing my best to take my feelings out of it and just looking at it as a as a task or something like that. If I'm mm -hmm. able to do this and I see forward motion and it feels good, and then I'm not gonna lie, after I started using it, uh, with the purpose of just putting silly childish videos out i don't use it as much for fuckery did that as i as i used to mm -hmm. yeah i'm not gonna say i mean i know people on instagram i have friends on instagram you know what i mean all that shit so i still you know make an effort to see what the fuck's going on but i don't use it as much because it's like i post i go there check the comments because i know that commenting responding to comments help the algorithm mm -hmm. may look around i may not but dip off and do whatever the fuck else I have to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it becomes a little bit less, uh, I guess, personal. Because we, we've been using, like, social media for how long? Like, how long have you, have you I think, I've been on social media? I think it was, my, it was like, 2014? Uh, or was it 2012? I don't remember. Not even Instagram, you didn't, you social didn't media. Facebook? Oh, MySpace? Yeah. Shit. Oh, shit, MySpace. It's been shit, yeah. Like, like 10, 12, maybe yeah. 14, 15 years. Easily, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's, yeah. We never learned to use social media... As a tool to As a tool, as opposed for, to... Yeah. Just mm -hmm. as a consumer. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. exactly. That's a fact. You gotta look at it. Yeah, you gotta like take yourself out of a consumer, and be, I don't know, tired. Because it's supply. Walter White. <laughs> so you guys ever think what you're gonna call the channel when you're not 20 anymore? Be like wasting my 30s. Yeah, that's funny. We're gonna tackle that when we get there. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> Shit, man. My 30s. We got a few years, man. I hope by that then, by that time, you know. I hope they're, I hope they're not else. wasted at that point. You know, I mean, like I mean I accomplished my twenties. Accomplished. <laughs> I feel like that was a self, like, it was kind of like a. Um, I was telling my brothers <laughs> yesterday. It was like one of those things where it's like you kind of like not self sabotage, but it's like, put the name out like this. All right. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Because if you wasted my twenties, you actually wasted twenties. You're in bad shape, bro. Yeah. You're you're literally working in order to counteract the the title. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. I, I, that was it wasn't intentional, but you know but what I mean. It took that meaning. It took that yeah. meaning. Yeah, facts. Cool. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I feel like it's, it sounds like it's not even that apparent to people too, right? Because 
It's it's I guess for it's us. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah us, yeah. yeah. I've had people like I can't support this. Yeah, I've had like one person tell me that because of the title. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you kind of literal. It's not literal because I feel that. like I don't know. For me, um, it's apparent how much work we put into it, and I just assume just how by how much yeah. we put out that it's kind of not obvious, but it's clear that we're we're bro like it's an ironic title. Exactly, yeah. it's that's an ironic what I think. Name. I think it's not to me when I first saw the titles. Like it's not. I understand that it's going to be. I guess kind of like a lifestyle thing. It's like I understand these guys aren't like taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. Okay. It's like a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that like hopefully if you know what I mean yeah. when not nah, fuck that when everything falls into place, I would love to just hand the keys to someone young. Yeah. Or like yeah. have like being able to just get to a point where you just oversee. Right. And not um have to be so hands on. But if you want to be hands on, you can. Can be, be like but like really. I don't know. I'd be thinking like, yo, I think that it might be like cool to see what somebody who's in their early 20s might just do. They just do with it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, at that point, I mean, we want to pop in and see, oh, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Maybe you could check, try this. You know what I'm saying? I want to just, I mean, by my 30s, I would like to have moved on and started something, you know what I mean? Like different, maybe have a different, like identity I'm trying to pursue mm-hmm. or something like that you know what I mean maybe I might be a fucking you know what I'm saying like a comedian a comedian <laughs> fucking movie director or some a shit a philosopher yeah like yo, yo are there any mo- there are but like what's the modern name modern day philosopher just thinking about some out shit that's nobody's really in the forefront thinking about bro I, mean, that's, I think the comedians are those, those philosophers the philosophers like, yeah. mo- like monks and oh well like that. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. the real that's the real real. But they're not on social media. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to get the marketing, man. Everyone yeah, even have right? to ask this question. That's they're actually, I follow, like, a, there's, like, a monk page. I don't know if the guy's an active monk, but he's got, like, a YouTube channel, and he touches all like, the day in the life of a monk. He's like, I think I know that's who dope. you're talking. I might. I'm not going to say I do, but yeah. I think I've seen somebody. Yeah, got a bald head, wears an orange robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like right, Avatar right. Aang type. Yeah. 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 Yo, man, so I ain't gonna lie, I think it's about that time. Yeah. yeah. So, we do two things on our program. We, uh, one, I guess, uh, start that one off. If you had a piece of advice to give to somebody who's starting out in your field, what would it be? Um, just work hard and don't get discouraged. I'll look at the camera. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> the work. camera actually died. That Did one. It? So we've oh. been, yeah. I'll yell at this one then. <laughs> uh, no, work hard. Uh, don't get discouraged by what uh, people around you are doing. Um, instead, try to get inspired by it. Um, just be humble. Always ask questions and uh, take care of your body. That's mm. always a, yeah. you know, sunblock. It's good advice. There you go. Sunblock. There, there you go. go. Sunblock. There you go. Sunblock is slept on for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I'm still sleeping, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Second thing we do, shout out to Drink Champs, kind of mm-hmm. got the, the, the inspiration from it, is that we like to do what we call give flowers. Give flowers. Uh, it could be flowers to a person. It could be flowers to a thing, an idea, an industry, whatever you think deserves some type of recognition. You know what I mean? We like to, we all go on our, you know what I mean? We all each give our flowers to something. And uh, it seems like... Uh, well, yeah. Why I, me? Because you, you, you right gotta here. follow the sequence. There you go. Ah man. All right. 
So I'm giving my flowers, huh? Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's all on the spot too, so don't yeah. even. Yeah. Like, I don't. I even would know. like. I always forget what to say. I would like to give my flowers to Kookaburra Coffee for having the best coffee supplying me and my boy Anthony. And I wish Freight and Light Coffee, but you know it's okay. <laughs> Shout out to their their cold brew with a little bit of white mocha, one roll sugar. You already know that's the order, baby. Yeah. Shout out. I gave my flowers to them one time too. Yeah. Fuck the bangs with them. Good people. Over yeah. There. Giving my flowers to Kookaburra. Unofficial. Um, nothing official. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so, I'm just put that out there. Facts. I mean, there things could change, but you know. Put it out there. Put it out in the universe. Oh, <laughs> I, I give my flowers to. Um, damn, I had it in a little bit, but I kind of lost it. But, but I'll just say anybody. It's kind of generic. I feel like we've done this a bunch of times, but it, it always it, it always is a banger to me. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who's pursuing something and are kind of just experiencing like the pitfalls of it, like don't get discouraged. You know what I mean? Obviously, shit wouldn't be easy. Or if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. You're supposed mm-hmm. to run into pitfalls. You're supposed to think about what the fuck am I doing this shit, right? You know, you're supposed to have these human thoughts of doubt or whatever the case is. Shout out to y'all. If y'all stay consistent and y'all do with intention, there's no way that you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Um, yo, just because also I'm, we- I'm wearing this, I'm looking at my flowers to thrift stores because I caught this at a thrift hey. store. Uh, actually, I got hey, this a at a thrift one. store too, low hey. key. Hey. I love thrift stores, man. So shout out to the thrift stores. I got to I gotta go do more of that yeah, this fine. season. About that time, we gotta vlog that. There you go. Yo, let us know if y'all want us to vlog like a, a thrift store adventure. There it is. There you go. Uh, give my flowers to my mama because I wouldn't be here uh, uh, today without her. Has that been done before? Yeah, I mean, come on, it's mom. It's about yeah, you. Right, it's right. about you. I figured it out. I looked did. at the tat as right before you. Oh, you yeah, said. That, I don't yeah. know if the camera can see hey. this one. This is the first tattoo that I got, and she did not like it. She was just because it's a you know the anatomical. Play, yeah, to play on that. Uh, a lot of people have it. I, it was the first tattoo, so I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But she was uh-huh. like, yeah, she thought it was gross. She likes a <laughs> her favorite tattoo of mine. It's across my stomach. It says "Trust Your Gut." She like cause she hey. tells everybody about it. She That's just, thinks it's the funniest thing. Wait, That's do you fine. have a Last Waltz tattoo? Yeah, like the the documentary. Yeah, one of my favorite movie. Nice. nice I love nice. that band and Scorsese. Shout out to Scorsese, man. Sure. Hey. I'll give one flower to Martin Scorsese. Hey. Oh, okay, there you go. Scorsese, yeah, yeah, Man, listen, it's been a pleasure having this Absolute conversation. Might be the longest. Yeah. I think it's the longest one, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a round of applause. The longest podcast on the Waste Podcast. podcast. Yeah. Shout out to the new setup. Uh, <laughs> just real quick before we sign off, I never like, uh, you guys like tag my social inner should I just say say? say oh, no, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Find me on Instagram. It's uh, at Cody Glenn Tattoos. Glenn's with two N's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a nice guy. I'm, I'm working on my page, as you know, if you listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw me a like and uh, give me some feedback. Yeah. yeah. And pull up to Wild Child Tattoo. Yes. There you there go. You Sunrise go. Highway, Merrick, New York. Boom. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. Thank listen, you. It's, yeah. it was a pleasure to have you. It's yeah. a pleasure Absolutely. to do this with my, my, my brothers right here. Always. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure that you mm-hmm. subscribe to the podcast as mm-hmm. well as Apple Music. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this on YouTube, whew, I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Make sure that you subscribe. Changes are if you watch, if you're listening to this part of it, you're definitely subscribed. Yeah, but that's in a the fact. slim event that you're not, please consider subscribing. You might yeah. like us if mm-hmm. you've gotten this far. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, be sure to follow us on all of our socials. It'll be plugged in the, in the, um, the disc, not the Discord, description. Uh, description. But, uh, <laughs> but hop on the Discord. Yeah, also hop on too. the Discord. The Discord yeah. is fire. It is. All of yeah. the information is, is located below. 
Word yeah. now. Just like that, we all for this. Catch you on the next one. Yeah. Nice. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>